We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's hit the show fine. Went to ready. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Rosie Boy George McKay back here again for another edition of Father to Father. I know you can't see the logo, it's behind me. It's in my my big ass head. There it is. Okay, right there. As always, I am G. This is D. And we are Father to Father. A cheers. Summers B. Sponsor us. You know you want to. Hey. Mango Lime. Don't start your summer off without it. Even though it's January here, we don't care. Can we just stop and just drink this the whole time? Yeah. We can. Like, that would be like, yeah, but that would be ASMR, you know, just right up in the mic. And... I don't think we're quite ready for the ASMR. No, not yet. I don't think the ASMR so... is ready for us. Mm -hmm. First off, neither of us could. Let's get into that for a second. Neither of us could legitimately do ASMR. Not with a straight face. No, there's no chance. But also with just the there's... tone of our voices. Even if we try not to bellow, we it's bellow. Happen. We bellow. I think I can do it. All right. All right. Fine. You know what? No, no bueno. And I'll try again next week. Sorry, man. I just wanted to try something new, you know? Sounded. <laughs> sounded weird. <laughs> sounded... You, don't, you don't like the sound of my lips smacking in your ear? <laughs> no, it's so, it's so, it's honestly, it sounded like it sounded it sounded like a, a queef. I'm just gonna get it out there. I'm never doing that again. Never do it again. Never doing it again. Don't do it again. All right, guys. So father to father, as always, we discuss everything from fatherhood, our experiences. We get emotional, we get real, we get raw, we get uncandid and unfiltered. So two weeks ago was our first inaugural episode. We got a lot of positive feedback on that, so thank you guys for that. Yep. We're going to try this, try to make this an every two-week thing because both of us work, both of us are family men. I've also got Straight Talk that I'm working on and MLW. So a lot of podcasts that I'm dipping my hands into. Yep. But this one is just fun. It's a chance for us to just literally shoot the shit. Yeah, be yourselves. Let it all out. Let it all hang out. What we're gonna do today? We're gonna let it let all hang out. out. Let it all hang out. Let it all hang out. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get so fucking rated rated canceled before we even begin because we're saying let it all hang out like it's normal. But when we look at each other, like if you're listening to this, thank you so much for listening. But if you're watching this on the video, you see that the face is pink. Let it all hang out because I'm gonna sit here and just be like, bam, and the Derek's gonna sit here and be like, bam. See, I'm not. See, I didn't. I was just saying we we're gonna let it all hang out. You had to take it there, man. I took. I took it where I felt it needed to go. That's where I believe me. It. It's been there, man. That's why we're having this podcast. That is. So uh, let's let's talk about what's happened in the last two weeks of our lives. Yeah. So your your better half celebrated her birthday. Yeah, good old forty three. She's gonna kill me for that one, but it is oh, what it is. No, <laughs> she is not forty three. No, it's thirty four. I said twenty one, but uh, she didn't really appreciate that one either. But it was a great day. She enjoyed it, and she's been celebrating since. It's been what? Celebrating since about two week. weeks now. We week know. A week and a bit. Yeah. Still going. Still month going. long celebration. Still going. As she should be celebrating. Absolutely, she should be celebrating. She is a mom of four, and uh, the blended family, like we discussed the last show, and uh, one of the things we were talking about was just the randomness of how we're going to try to be topic in the show, but we're also going to roll off a tangent sometimes. Yep. But one of the things we're going to talk about is how kids surprise us. Oh. And when they surprise it, it's almost like an evolution mm -hmm. in their growing up. Yep. When I say evolution, there's many different forms of evolution. You could be mentally evolving. You could be yep. physically evolving. You can be, um, you know, emotionally evolving. But there was also just the evolution of actually watching this little person grow up and become independent. And before you know it, like you can flip the switch and time really does fly by. Fly by. Yeah, don't blink. Don't blink. Don't blink. And if you do blink, try to blink very quickly. Because <laughs> blinking super slow, you're, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. But 
talk to me about, I guess you were talking, you're mentioning about the evolution of your oldest son. Yeah. And what you had experienced actually this just past this weekend. This weekend yeah. that just happened. I mean, it's crazy because as a parent, you always look out for your children. You want them to be safe. You you want to let them experience life without sheltering them, right? And so oftentimes you say, no, don't do this. Or, don't touch that. It's hot. Or, you know, stay away from here. You can hurt yourself and so on and so forth. And I think you, you get to a certain point in life where you see them growing and you're just like, I think we're going to let them try it this time. And, you know, unbeknownst to me, because I wasn't around when it happened, but uh, he had told me and so did my nephew, you know, they... uh they got up to the stove and actually made themselves breakfast. Not cereal, not a bagel, not sandwich. I saw the remnants of what they made. It looked, you know, somewhat appetizing, but they, they really showed their independence and made themselves an actual meal. Mind you, he's he's eight. Um, so, I mean, in some worlds that's uh, expected and in others, you know, especially when you're not being supervised by an adult. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a, a big faux pas but you know what uh they pulled it off and i was super proud of him it's just it's one of those things that you know you get to see him do or not do regularly but now he's like okay a little more confidence you're 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 okay in doing certain things and you, you kind of release the reins a little bit and say okay you know a little bit more a little bit more try this try that you know and we're we're not the sheltering type uh by any means no. we 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 let them try. We let them get the bumps and the bruises. They don't live in a bubble. You know, we let them go out and get scraped up. You know, it's it's what kids are supposed to do, right? But obviously, like I said, as a parent, you, you've always got your reservations. And, you know, this is one of those things that just proves, hey, okay, you've learned something else in life. All right, on to the next one and on to the next so one. So you, you said it looked semi-appetizing. What what did they make? <laughs> was it like eggs and bacon? Like Correct. what was it? That was exactly it. Okay. Eggs and bacon. I, I came home to the Fried bacon so... is no joke, man. That shit can splatter and actually hurt. Hey, I've bur burnt my forearms a couple of times by shit splattering back, like the grease splattering back. It, had I not seen the food on the table, I wouldn't have known they had cooked. They didn't make it. They didn't leave a mess. They cleaned it up. So whatever splattered everywhere around. Well, hold on, hold on. They got you rid of it. You didn't tell me that it got cleaned up. So they made it. And then they cleaned up. And then they cleaned yeah, up. Oh, yeah. The kitchen was spotless. I couldn't believe it. Wow. MVP. Yeah. Right there. MVP, MVP to my eight-year-old Elijah. Good job. And my nephew Isaiah. Good job, guys. You guys you guys made Uncle proud. You didn't burn down my house. So I didn't have to catch a case. Yeah. You know how we said <laughs> that? You didn't burn down my house. And I got to catch a case. <laughs> Fucking guy. All right, so they made themselves, you know, the typical breakfast yeah. that anybody can make bacon and eggs. And again, bacon is a challenge. I burn bacon. So am I. A lot of times. And um, what they made it, and you were surprised. And had you not noticed the remnants, you wouldn't have known know. anything. Wouldn't have known any different. And where were you guys at the time? We were out. We were coming back from a birthday party. So you were coming back from a birthday party, and they, they were already up. up and they were like, boom, let's, let's, let's make ourselves breakfast. Yep. Let's go. And where was your where was your uh, oldest? She was there. She was watching the youngest. So she was babysitting yeah. Zion. Oh yeah. While they Elijah went, and Isaiah yeah. got into and then they cooked breakfast for everyone or I just themselves. They made breakfast for everyone. Wow. And it was edible. No one had food poisoning after. Nobody's dead. <laughs> that's that's a huge surprising, win. right? It's a huge win. <laughs> well, let's let's actually talk about. I, I want to talk about um, an evolution that I've noticed with uh, Ariana because you know Ariana, yeah. my youngest. She is a ball of energy. Oh, yes. And she is very sensitive. Yeah. And sensitivity is something that uh, she she can dish out jokes. Uh, she can dish out insults. But then when you fire back, 
she can't take them. Now, as an adult, I could admit sometimes I can take them, sometimes I can't. Sometimes I get in my feels. I get in my weepy days of the month like everybody else. Yeah, it happens. It does happen. But one thing I noticed was that lately, when we have been stern with her yeah. or punishing her, she I realized it's better not to go at it that night. Mm -hmm. I sent her to bed and I kind of have my game plan. Yeah. So we actually went the next day. And this happened a week ago as well. And she was really unruly on like a Monday or Tuesday night. Mm. So we decided that she was going to lose her iPad and her TV privileges for the entire week. The only thing she was allowed to watch is one 20-minute episode or three eight-minute episodes of her favorite show, Bluey. She loves Bluey. Yeah. So three eight-minute episodes, 24 minutes, or one one 30-minute episode, which is actually like 22 because there's no commercial. Sounds fair to me. So we told her that. We took away the iPad. And for the first time, I noticed that she was accepting of what she had done wrong. Ooh. And she kind of owned the punishment. Now, she's been asking recently when her time is going to be back. And she was actually supposed to get the iPad. <laughs> excuse me. Supposed to get the iPad in two days. And supposed to get her TV time back in two days. But there was an incident yesterday, which prolonged it. So now she's not getting anything back till Friday. And yesterday, I was generally frustrated because I, I had had a rough night before of sleeping. My allergies were flared up like shit. And I didn't sleep very well mm. on Saturday going into Sunday. So... I just told her, I said, you know what, Ariana, that's it. Two extra days getting added on. Because you you sat here, and when she cries, mm -hmm. do you ever notice this with your kids too? When they cry, you put them on a timeout or you, whatever you know punishment you see fit as a parent. Mm -hmm. You put them in that situation, and they get louder. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be a time of reflective. Mm -hmm. Now I get it. Back in the day, you got louder, you got swatted upside your head. And then you got louder. And then you got louder. <laughs> because you were in pain at this point. <laughs> Um, but nowadays as parents, we sit there and we're like, okay, it's okay. Go cry. cry. But after 10 minutes or 20 minutes, you've had enough. Yeah. You've had enough. Cause mm -hmm. as parents, we get headaches extremely easy. And sometimes we, and Saturdays and Sundays, what these kids don't understand is yes. Okay. Some of them may have had a long week at school. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're in kindergarten or grade one, not so much, you get naps. Don't fuck with me. You did not have a hard, rough week yeah, at I school. I don't want to hear that shit. But if you're like a Denver's age or a Cassie's age, where yeah. grade eight, grade nine in high school, yeah. there is a certain level of responsibility now that your teachers and expect great word yeah. expectations yeah, yeah. that you're expected to uphold. But she recognized it. I went off on a tangent there for a bit, but she recognized it. Mm -hmm. And I won't ever tell her this, but she'll go back and watch this when she's older. But I was really proud of her because she recognized it. And for the first time that I can remember, she accepted the punishment without there being a but 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 or a negotiation no argument no nothing i take i own it. it like i own my i own my fuck up yep i own my mistake take i'm going to i'm going to take my 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 lumps mm -hmm. and i'm going to come back stronger better and i thought that was incredible i mean it's nowhere near an 8 year old cooking eggs and bacon but for her that is a huge step forward milestones are milestones right and you and i think that's what i think that's what I regret about with my first daughter mm. because I was working afternoons and I missed out on so much. I was able to be there for a couple cool moments. Like I remember one Christmas, she was, she was just over a year old. She was about 14 months. Yeah. And I remember being in our basement apartment and I was waiting to pick up mom so we can go to her, her parents' place for Christmas Eve dinner. Mm -hmm. And she was in the living room because we had this like long elongated basement apartment. There was French doors separating the kitchen from the living room. So you want to get in the kitchen, you would open the French doors and you yeah. go into the kitchen. And she was crying in the room because she wanted something. And I said to her, I don't know what you want. So you need to come in here and tell me. And, tell me. and I thought she was going to crawl. But before I know, I get this little tug on my leg and she's standing up and I'm like, did you just walk? <laughs> and she's like, 
she just she obviously she's just uh, she's babbling at this point so she's like i give it and i was like i was like okay hold on hold on dude so no but this is what this is where having dogs my whole life came into uh and i might maybe people are going to take this conversation this <laughs> oh, hold on so i want to know what this comparison no, is so i had bad. a box i had a box of Ferrero Rocher's. Oh, you did not. I know so I took the Ferrero one. For, yes, I did. I took it out and I unwrapped the gold foil yeah. and I flattened it down in my hand and I put the Ferrero Rocher in my palm. And I sat on the couch, which was very close to where she was at the counter. So she's holding the counter and she's walking over the stove and now she's kind of made her way by holding the wall, walking over to the French doors. Yeah. The French doors to the couch. You got to remember, this is about 10 feet. So for a one for a 14th month old, this yeah. is like it's, it's like a mile and a half. Yeah. So she and there was nowhere for her to grab. So she's grabbing, she's kind of doing the up and down yeah, thing. Yeah. She's trying to balance. And then she just went for it. And she walked the full 10 steps. And when she got to the couch, she kind of collapsed on my knee. Yeah. But then she gave me that big, you know, smile, beautiful smile that she has. And I remember just giving her, I remember actually giving her Ferrero Rocher. And she had like one tooth in the front, so she could bite like half of it. So I bit her, I gave her the half and I popped the other half in. And I remember just holding her up. And it was a moment that I can always cherish because I witnessed her first steps yeah. and I missed out on so much. But now with Ariana, I'm going back because I feel like when I was working overnights and when I was working afternoons, I missed out on a lot of time. So I'd wake up, I'd only see her for school. And then by the time she came home, I'd, I'd either, either be at work or I'd be just getting up. We'd have a, a dinner and then have to rush yeah. out. Yeah. And mom was kind of left there to carry the load. And I remember missing out on, on, on all these things, but now seeing them with Ariana and seeing the evolution. And I'm not saying I was an absentee father, just no. my my wife had to work. We only have one car. She worked days. I worked afternoons. That's how you sacrifices. have to split. You got to sacrifice. But I remember that moment specifically because that was one of the first milestones I was able to see from her. And then from there, I just got to see more and more of the evolution when I would be home for the weekends yeah. or this and that. And it was just great to see. Yeah, It was great to see and great to experience. And those are like, just cool memories that I can I could share with everyone now. And people may think, oh, you're getting a little sentimental. Of course I'm getting sentimental. I have a 14-year-old daughter. We're talking about when she was 14 months. This is a huge amount of this is a decade and a bit of space in between. But um, you know, like challenges like 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 let, let's talk about that. Maybe in your family, I'm not sure the perspective, but both of you guys, as far as I can remember, since the boys were both born, Jerry was on mat leave, but then went right back to working days. And you're also working days. Now, Sasha and I were blessed enough that we had that space and time. And then Cassie got older. Ariana got older. Cassie was able to kind of be around with Ariana at home. Mm -hmm. And Ariana had the after school program. So Sasha would pick her up. Yep. But now we both work days. Finally, I'm on days. I've been on days for the last like six years. But finally, I'm on days. But tell me about the process of the challenges, I guess, of the schedule. Both of you having like the same work schedule. Yeah. So, so that's tough. And what are the mornings like? I have to ask that. Oh, I need to take a deep breath before I feel. I, I feel like the mornings are fucking rough, chaotic, and that's me stating it lightly. That is very, very, Sorry, very rough. Yeah, that's what I do <laughs> most mornings because I can't catch my breath. So we'll talk about now, and we'll kind of talk about the past a little bit. So sure. now, you know, we've got a thirteen-year-old, eight, six, three. All of us got to get up and out the door by we'll call it eight o'clock. They get picked up by the bus, so Denver, Amari, Elijah get picked up by a school bus that comes at about anywhere between 7.50 and 8 a.m. We typically try and get these guys out of bed around 6.30. Now, typical teenager, 
alarm goes off, snooze button, bam. You can hear it. I can hear it from my, my room that her alarm goes off and she snoozes it. But I said, okay, she's in the process of getting up. Fine. I'll go wake up the boys. This is a decision I regret every single morning. <laughs> Walking into that war zone, attempting to wake them up out of bed. Now, we've got Elijah. He's eight years old. He's got a little more, you know, common sense. He's a little more independent. You tell him, all right, time to get up. He does his undertaker, gets up. All right. He knows what to do. He's on. Now, the two battle rats that I have, uh, Amari and Zion, Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> These guys are like waking up Tasmanian devils. And I'm not exaggerating. You say good morning. You try you try and be positive, you know, first thing in the morning. Give them that burst of energy that they're going to need to start their day strong. So, you know, good morning, guys. All right, time to get up. Let's tackle the day. We got to get up, get undressed, get bathed, wash face, shower, everything, whatever. Get out the door. And you're automatically, one of the two of them will pull the covers over themselves. Now, mind you, they share a bed. So one pulls the cover, the other one's exposed. So guess what happens? You get tug of war of the covers between the two of them first thing in the morning, which often then leads to a fight between the two of them and yelling and kicking and screaming and punching until one of them eventually gets pushed off of the bed. And then fights out. But now it's the yelling and the screaming and he pushed me and da 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 Now, for, for brothers that are very close in age, those two are three years apart but if you would look at them you would swear they're maybe a year or a couple months apart um because of the size and how they carry themselves the density we talked about this last time <laughs> zion's density yeah he weighs the same as his six-year-old brother and he's three and and that's not because uh my six-year-old's malnourished he's just got a higher metabolism than everybody else in the house well, we, all, we also talked about that we talked about the challenges yeah, when he was younger yeah, last yeah, episode yeah, yeah. So, so if you don't know go back through the air catch catch up we'll see it <laughs> good plug man so that's what I do. It's the experience factor that's coming in, guys. You see that? You see that? Oh man. So I mean, getting them up, getting them ready, getting them down to have breakfast. Now it's a fight of what do you want for breakfast? So, you know, the process of getting them out of bed and getting them ready, we're talking, I don't know, 20 minutes. Then downstairs. So now, so now in a perfect timeline, we're at about 650, 655. In a perfect timeline, yes. But in uh, our timeline, it is now 725. So we've got because 35 we, minutes, give or actually. 25 minutes because you want to be out the door at 745 to get them to the bus stop at yeah, 750. That's it. Okay. So we're now racing against time. We got to do lunches. We got to get breakfast. We got to make sure they've got everything packed in their bags. And that uh, obviously now in the winter time, they're bundled up. Snow pants, jackets, hats, gloves, scarves, and everything and ready to head out the door. So the breakfast feat is the next one because we've got three kids that want three entirely different breakfasts and the 13 year old is content with whatever will nourish her body. So it's okay. What do you want for breakfast? I want cereal. Great. Here's the cereal. Oh, I want waffles. You want waffles? There's waffles. I want hash browns. All right. Hash browns for you. Well, no, I want hash browns too. And I want cereal, but I want a bagel. This. And it's like, we're at an all you can eat buffet in the morning until you just go, okay, enough. This is what you got. This is what you're eating. And you got to get out the door because at this point you're risking missing the bus. So, I mean, it's very, very adventurous day to day um, in the morning, getting these guys out because this is all before I'm getting myself ready to get out the door uh, as well as Jerry. We're all trying to get ready and go at the same time. So Jerry takes a lot of time to get ready. Yeah, There's a lot of shit that has to go on that face. Yeah. Love you, Jerry. Oh, she's going to kill you. I know. <laughs> but see, I'm protected right now. I'm protected in the safety. Of your own home? Of my own home. <laughs> and she doesn't know the code to my door. But she knows where you live. That's fine. And you know what, guys? If you if you want to picture Jerry standing outside of a street light, it likes just picture the opening sequence. Just picture the sequence from The Exorcist. You know? oh, shit. Where the fucking priest is there. 
Like not like not saying she's the one that's possessed, but she's like the priest standing in the in the fucking street light. And yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I can't with you, man. Holy oh, shit. Fuck. I mean, yeah. I wonder if you get away with it, buddy. I know. I, I can't even get away with it. Shit. <laughs> um, so you gotta earn your to second. Oh, yeah. I still got a couple more years to go before I'm allowed to make those jokes. Hundred percent. Well, at least in her presence. <laughs> um, but yeah, needless to say, you know, mornings are they're part of what like you said they're the growth and evolution because you know once upon a time it was all right we got to pick them up and get them out of bed and pick them up and get them dressed and now it's okay get up there are some mornings that are absolutely fantastic i mean i'll give you a prime example last friday uh of course it's had, friday yeah it's friday they only have two days off coming hey listen it doesn't matter for them any day school day no nah, i don't want to get up early on a weekend Crack of dawn, they're up. Yeah, I don't get at that. my bed, but we'll get, we'll get into that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that one. Yeah, so yeah. Friday, I think I would say is probably the most perfect morning we've had. I got up, I got myself ready, I got all four of the kids up. They were dressed, got themselves, got their teeth brushed, got downstairs, picked what they wanted for breakfast, had bags packed, had everything, and we were out the door. The kids were out the door for their bus by seven fifty, and I was out the door at eight oh six. Bam. No issues, no crying, no kicking, no screaming. And for me, it just tells me that the potential for them to be great is there within. It's them making that decision to be assholes first thing in the morning. So, I mean, hey, it's, it comes with it. You know what? Uh, with with good comes bad and bad comes good. You, you take it as it comes. But, you know, I, I look at them and, you know, I look at my eight-year-old who was in that position once upon a time. So I know my six-year-old is going to get to that point where he's going to start getting himself up, getting himself ready, making his own breakfast, you know, all of these things and just kind of kind of watching them grow. And I'm, I'm going to get to sit back, relax, and let them do their thing. And we all just get out the door together. So, I mean, mornings are fun. But mornings are not fun. <laughs> okay, so let's switch gears to the weekend because, you know, we, we were talking about that to the weekend. The weekend, you're expecting everybody to sleep in. Nobody sleeps in. And I know we're not the only parents that have this. Every parent is like, preach, preach, preach. Sleep in. But here's what I don't oh. get. Here's what I don't get. They can go to bed at like 1130 on a Friday. Like Ariana, she'll stay up till 10, 10, 1030 on a Friday because it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. It's Saturday. But... Her then getting up at 6.30 and being a crab apple, but getting up at 6.30, coming downstairs. And sometimes when I can't sleep or I snore, the wife will be sleeping downstairs or I will sleep downstairs because mm -hmm. I can't wind down. Mm -hmm. So not to put the TV on in our bedroom and wake her up, I'll come down here. I'll put on Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something like that. And an episode and a half in, I'm out. Yeah, God. But then 6.30, like this Friday, for example, I was, I was out at a show in Beaverton doing my other gig commentary for wrestling promotion. I didn't get back till 12.30. I had a very, very late dinner or an early breakfast, however you want to look at it. Yeah. The wife went to bed. I sat down with my fucking, you know, Whopper. I ate it. I enjoyed it. I went out and had a cigarette after. And then the Whopper went right through me. And, well, it's a Whopper. I mean, what the fuck do you expect? Sounds like you had Taco Bell. Oh, could you imagine that? Like a Taco Bell Whopper? Oh, no. Fuck. Gross, dude. <laughs> All right. Anyways. So... I have my smoke. It's probably by, at this point now, 2.15, 2.30, and I'm out. I'm finally out. So I'm thinking like, fuck, I don't got shit to do. I have no editing that I need to do on Saturday. I can get up. I don't have any appointments, no gigs. That's I'm going to sleep until like 9, 10 o'clock. And let's be honest, my 9, 10 o'clock is 8 because my eternal alarm clock gets me up at 6.30 anyways. But then I could probably, on a weekend, I can get that extra 90 minutes in yeah, if I play my cards right. Yeah. 6.22.
I love how we always see the time when they do this shit. She is down. She is on YouTube, which she's been banned from because YouTube has is. is she watches Adley, so who's this very adorable little girl, um, and she watches her her experiencing life. And Adley is either I don't know in the videos or the age gap, but she's roughly around the same age Ariane is now, but she could be older. I'm not sure. She might be the same age. I'm not really sure. Adley's there. Hey guys, hey for Adley, gotta gotta gotta. Today we're gonna do this, this, and this. And then there's her dad, and her dad has a very squeaky, high-pitched voice. The best way I could describe this voice is Christopher Lloyd from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> and this guy, his fucking voice, if I were to die tomorrow and go to hell, oh God. I would be forced to watch A for Adley for all of eternity. Oh, no. I know it. No. But, and and like, he's got like, greased back like like scott hall kind of hair like oh, or jake the snake okay so it's yeah. like a widow's peak yeah, but he's trying to hang on yeah. it's ever there yeah. and then he's got a beard that sometimes have crumbs in it because it's like okay dude i get it you have kids and you want to put your whole life out there on youtube and i'm not judging yeah. i am not the prettiest man in the fucking world but look bro i i wear hats for a reason it's not because i like hats well i do like hats you do but also because i'm i, I know what's underneath it and what's underneath it is is a very large forehead. And sometimes if the ring light is not proportioned correctly, I'll get a beacon on my light. It's like fucking having like a fucking lighthouse oh, on God. my forehead. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm saying right there. The fucking beacon. So I, I wear it to avoid said beacon. Yeah. But like his his voice sounds like he may or may not have hit puberty. Probably and I'm didn't. not sure. But every time he says it, hey guys, good morning. It's like, fuck me. Nope. I can't, like, not at 622. No, uh-uh. Sorry, dude. I don't give a shit how adorable your kid is. Nope. We're not I don't it. have a fucking ounce of energy to have you and her on a pirate ship adventure. And no, no, I'm not. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So I, I get, you know, I there's there was times where there's one time where I just had enough. I snatched the Apple TV remote out of her hand. I paused the video. I didn't turn the TV out, but I paused the video so she mm. can see. Mm -hmm. them she couldn't hear them and i took the remote and i put it in the pocket of my shorts i sleep in like you know basketball shorts mm -hmm. put it in the pocket of my short but on the side where i was laying away from the tv so i could feel this little hand at like you know 650 now and she's 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 reaching this pocket she's trying to find it so all you see is me like I'm on the couch I'm, I'm leaned up against the couch this way and I just rolled over and I said you're never going to find it <laughs> and it's if you fuck. find it sexual harassment because I did not give you the right no you did not I absolutely did no you did not I did no way I did and I just <laughs> rolled back over and fell asleep and then she went upstairs and she's like Mommy, daddy says that you were with me. All the kids do that, man. They yeah, but that my shit. wife's like, babe, really? I'm like, no, fuck it. I don't want to listen to this fucking sleep guy. In. I'm sleeping. I want to sleep in. So, or there's sometimes where she'll be on punishment and like she'll come downstairs and she'll put it on and she knows that mm -hmm. it annoys me when she turns up on purpose to where if I have my phone like on like the, the thing mm -hmm. like on the top of the couch, I'll reach over, grab it and be like, just take it and go. Leave. Take it and go. Leave me be. Okay, okay, okay. So on that topic, how many times, and we were talking about this earlier, how many times have you woken up 
to find one or both of your children in your bed. <laughs> okay. Really very random. When Cassie was small and Ariana was a toddler, Cass would take her. So Cass would be, Cass was six when Ariana was born. So Cass would, when Ari got older, like not when she was a small, small baby, but when Ari got older, like maybe say one and a half, almost two, she would take Ari out of the bed, out of her crib, and let her walk across to our room, because Ari's room's far in the hall, and our room's here. Yeah. Cass's room is here, bathroom. So there's the there's the whole layout of the hallway. She would let her do it, and then she and then you would hear because then you would hear Cassie. Oh, you want to go on your bed? Want to go to bed, are we? And she would just pick her up and put her on the bed. And then Ari, because Ari's trying to, because she's on like this like cockamamie <laughs> angle, she would grab like the first thing in front of her. And the first thing in front of her was always my toe. So like, <laughs> like just, just, so this is, this is, this is, this is my foot here. Okay, guys, here's this little hand. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not putting a whole lot of pressure and neither was she. But when you're dead asleep and you just feel. You kick her in the face. Didn't you? I, I, one time I almost did. <laughs> but one time, like I was, I sleep weird. I don't, you, I don't know if you do this, but like I, so, so I'll sleep on my one side. And then when I roll over, I roll over to the other side. When I roll over to the other side, cause I'm in like a dead sleep. Yeah. My one arm hangs. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. So there was one time where I was sleeping, but my, like I was sleeping on my back. My arm was hanging like out this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when she grabbed my foot, like my shoulder was already kind of off the bed. So I shot up and I like did like a triple pirouette on my ass. And the worst part about it was I had a laundry basket like right beside my side of the bed because that's where I had all my work clothes. So I was going to do it the next morning. Yeah. I just woke up I'm like, fuck, I don't do laundry today. I just threw it all and I went, got in my PJs and went to bed. Yeah. So when I did the triple pirouette, I fucking banged my head, hit my ass, got back up, and was like, oh, oh. And then when I tried to get back up, I slipped on a sock. Oh, Christ. And I crashed. And then the back of my head, I was like, oh. It was like that episode of um, fucking Cape Fear for the Simpsons where Sideshow Bob stepping on all the rakes. And, like, it was brutal. It was the worst <laughs> fucking day ever. And then Cassie would be like, Tom and Daddy. And then they're both sitting there and everything. <laughs> having a blast walking fucking bullet yeah. destroyed so but i will say ari's had some bad dreams sometimes yeah so she'll crawl in my bed but other than that i will say the kids when unless they're sick mm. or they had a bad dream not so much cassie cassie's like dead to the fucking world now yeah uh, when she's out she's out gone well, she's gone yeah uh, uh like a tornado could touch down still wouldn't move still would not move yeah. so That's uh never. i would say that i never really had the bad experience unless being woken up by having my toe like yeah right. yeah, yeah. And the worst part about it is, I don't know if you know, it's like babies' nails suck. Yep. When they dig in, they dig in, and no matter how much you try to cut them, they just because they're so tiny, they grow back in like an hour. Yeah, they're in there like Wolverine. It's like five o'clock shadow, but like on your fingernails. You know what I mean? It's like fucking brutal. (laughs) But um, again, I don't have four kids, so I'm wondering because you and Jerry, we only have a king or a queen. King. King size bed. I can tell Jerry being very selfish. With the bed? Three quarters of it. Yeah. 100%. Totally could see that coming. So Jerry, three quarters of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then and there's you. Off the edge yeah, there's you and, yeah, there's you and your little sliver. Yep. Playing cliffhanger every night. Nice. Nice. Are you uh, are you Sylvester Sloan or are you everybody that he drops in the no, movie? I'm everybody he drops in. Nice. Yeah. So, so solid flick, though. Yeah, solid flick. <laughs> still, hold, still might not hold up, but still holds up. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But so who comes in first? 
Denver is probably like Cassie now. She's dead of the world. Denver, Denver. So we could take Denver out of the equation. She she's created her own little oasis in her room. So we don't when it's bedtime, she's gone. Uh she's probably up there even when it's not fucking bedtime. She probably lives in that room, right? Pretty much. But yet the Look room at, smells divine. You know I what? will say this like Cassie lives in her room, but it smells fucking great in there. We should we should save this topic for, for another week. We will we could go on about this one. We could. Our teenage daughters and, and what they do. We'll get to that one. Mm-hmm. Um who comes in first? That's the age old mystery. We never know. We so when never you know, okay, know. so when you wake up, they're all three are in there. Two. So Amari, Amari and Zion, Elijah, typically same thing. He's when he so goes he's sleep, at that he's age where he's yeah. out. He's he's gone. So, to sleep, okay, he's so gone. we can count those two, two out, out of the equation. Yeah. So I've got the two of them, and on any given day, I mean, they're they're, they're getting better, but they move like ninjas. They get into our bed between the two of us somehow, and under the covers and asleep. And we don't realize it until we wake up. Have you ever woken up on the floor? No. I've woken up hanging off the side of the bed, but never on the floor. Never on the floor. I haven't gotten the floor. Okay. That's only when Jerry kicks me off the bed intentionally because I'm snoring too loud. But other than that, I mean, these boys haven't. Don't be putting fucking ideas about kicking people off the bed, man. Shit, that's what happens, man. It's the reality of it. You get to listen. She says sometimes my snoring is so bad, she tries to give me the little. Get up and I don't move and it's just the okay. I, I get the the Hadouken. <laughs> before we talk about how your kids are ninjas, let's get into this. All right. Have there ever been times where you've gone to bed later than she has? Ninety percent of the time, I'm going to bed after her. Does she snore? Sometimes. She okay. sleep talks. She sleep fights. Sleep fights. We, we, oh, oh, oh. Is that like sleep dancing? Oh, she's gonna kill me for this one. Like girl. dance fighting? Is that like oh, dance? No, no, no. This happened. Well, it like, happened I, once or twice. We gotta. Oh, who's she fighting? <laughs> That's a good fucking question. I don't know. But guess, guess who ends up getting the real life fight? <laughs> you do. With this guy on the side. Have of you ever bed. woken up with bruises? No, or? come on. Bruise me? Okay, I don't know. No, but never. But she's woken me up. Like, because of her whatever dream or whatever it is, she's sleep fighting, sleep talking. And so if you're you know, fighting in your night, dream. If you're ooh, fighting in your dream, oh, you're yeah. not dreaming. You're not having a nightmare. Well, she she's done it uh, maybe like twice. In like the past eight nine years, and it's just kind of like whoa, like that was like that was intended for someone. I don't think it was intended for me. To I wonder know. what that fucking brain. Oh, and she does. I wonder no what clue. that fucking brain. She's got no clue what was transpiring in her dream. It's just like, like so. What like you get like punched in the gut or shit like that? Or uh, I've gotten the arm swing like over me, like so I'm laying down and her arm just... would just kind of come over. Oh shit! Right, but uh, I remember one time she gave me like a. It was almost like a calculated punch. Like she was boxing with somebody. Like it, it just came like one of these. Like it was like a hook. Oh shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? And we're sleeping. Like we're both sleeping. At this point, right? <laughs> I know we're sleeping because she fell asleep before I did. And yeah, she gave me that. And I, till this day, she doesn't remember it. She doesn't remember it ever happening. She gave me a full on right hook in the bed. And I'm like, what the fuck is this about? She had no clue. She died of laughter the same way you're laughing. It's the same way she laughed at it because she But it's amazing remember. because you're like, what the fuck is the like, what, what did I do? do to deserve what this did shit? I, I just want some rest. I'm tired. I want to sleep. Okay, so uh, okay, but so back to my question about the snoring. Yeah. Does she yeah, admit no, to the snoring? No, 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 no. So okay. So Sasha, I leave it. I I leave it when Sasha is the same way. Where I'll be like, babe, your snoring was hectic last night. She's like, I don't sound like a fucking, I, 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 I don't sound like, a, um, what did she say? I don't say, I don't sound like the, um, what was that thing? Oh, the convoy. I don't sound like the Ontario truckers convoy when I'm coming out the road. And I'll be like, what are you talking about? And then there's a couple times where she has reported me. And I will say this, my snoring, it's weird. My snoring, it goes into levels. 
Yeah. So yeah. I'll start off like really high pitched, like yeah. from like your diaphragm. Yeah. And then it's like it kind of tapers off, but yeah. then it's weird because it sounds like three oinks. Yeah. 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 Catch your breath. Fucked up. Me too. Yeah. Same so thing, you know what? Whatever. That's Everybody what snores, is. guys. If you're snoring, that means you're just you're in a very deep, deep sleep, sleep and you're relaxed. That's it. That's it. Every muscle in you is relaxed. So let it just let it be. It's not no shame in the game. You know, like like so the Beatles said, up. man. Mother Mary comes to me, man. Just let it be. Yeah. Just let shit. it be. Fuck. Shit. Don't, 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 women, please. You know, you're men. We struggle with a lot of things because we don't talk about them. If we're snoring and that's all you have to worry about, if we're picking up, if we're leaning in with the kids and we are paying our portion of the bills together united, and occasionally when the kids are asleep, we want like a little late night, late night nookie, and you don't want to do that, yeah. so we, we find other avenues to release. Just allow us to snore, please. Peacefully, let us snore in peace. I mean, I don't see that we're we're, we're not breaking any laws. Nah, we're not stepping out. Nah, we are just so relaxed, comfortable. We're we're com you know why? Because we're comfortable. This is where I could spin it. We're yeah, comfortable right. and safe. Go with me on this. Go with me on the journey. We're secure. You're, we're secure with you yes. beside us. That's it. That warmth. Just makes us feel like we're home. Absolutely, and then we wake up. To you've been snoring like a yeah. piece of shit on yeah. me. Sound like a convoy. Come on, yeah. I was here all night. At least you know <laughs> you heard me on that. I was here. Listen, I'm a creature <laughs> habit man. Okay, I worked so hard to get my house. Yeah, that I am a homebody. If I don't yeah. have to go out. Why would you? I'm staying there, right here. Outside is expensive, bro. I don't know if you've noticed. Outside is very expensive. You want? We talked about this an hour ago. Well, Food. Canada in general is expensive. Yeah, we yeah. have pizza, pizza. I ate all of Derek's pepperoni because I'm a good friend. Derek does not eat pork, so I took the ultimate sacrifice and I ate all the pepperoni. Cheers to me eating the pepperoni. What I do? Um, but I ate the pepperoni, and on top of that, I had three slices for myself, and the slices had the bacon crumble. That's so good, baked crumble, green on mushrooms. Oh my god, it was yeah. good. But it was it's pizza, pizza, pizza. Oh Jesus! Pizza, 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 and um, even still, two larges, four cans of pop, two dips, forty bucks. God, and then you add tip like three fifty because I don't tip. Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> Hold on, I want to get into this. I want to talk about this. Okay, this is completely off of the tangent, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up after this when All we right, say our goodbyes, and then we'll, we'll we know what our topics are going to be yes, for. Me. We're gonna talk about the smells of our daughters' rooms mm. and their routines and how much time they actually hog up in the bathroom. It's crazy. We're gonna get into that next week. But don't forget to click subscribe, and also we want to make before I get into this story about tipping. Yeah, go with that. We want to talk about um, you know we're not therapists, but we've we've been through a lot of things in our lives yeah. that we can try to help. So D and G. Want to offer our services at no fee. You got a question or a comment or yes. something that you want to read, comment on this video below and on our video in two weeks from now, we will read some of the comments. We'll have that at the end of the show before we wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. But now back to, okay. So this is my tangent on tipping. As you, everybody knows, everybody knows my history. Mm. I want it to be the next great Quentin Tarantino. Mm -hmm. You can't be the next great hey. Quentin Tarantino unless you've seen Quentin Tarantino movies. You can still be him. You can, you, you can, you can, you can. So, but this is, this is my Tarantino, my shot and everything like that. The ring light, no, you know, covering the forehead, but Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Okay. The coffee scene, Mr. White, or sorry, Mr. Pink, I don't tip. Why don't you tip? Because society says you got to tip here, here, and here, but you don't tip here. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching, we appreciate, we love you. 
Do you do you just yes or no answers? Do you tip the person at McDonald's? No. Do you tip the waitress at the keg? Yes. Why? Shit. Why? Society tells you. No, 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 no. Okay, wait, no, no. I have an answer for that. Now. Okay, wait, wait, wait. When I go to McDonald's, I'm going to take my food and I'm leaving. I'm not eating there. At the keg, I'm paying, I'm tipping for the experience. I'm not getting an experience at McDonald's. I don't want one. I want something quick and I'm out. If you are going to take the time to come and serve me, you're going to talk to me. You're going to pour my water for me. You're going to clean up after me if I drop something on the table. And when I leave, you're going to clean my table. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. I got a rebuttal. I'm going to pay you for that. I got a rebuttal. Go ahead. Okay. And now McDonald's. McDonald's. You're going to take my order. Mm -hmm. You're going to prepare my order. No, you're not. Hold on a second. I didn't interrupt you. Please show me the same. You're going to prepare my order, yeah. incorrectly or correctly, but you're going to prepare my order, okay? You're going to call out my number. You're going to give me the bag of the food. You're going to give me the four drinks or three drinks if I've gone to the family or the one drink, maybe for myself. And I'm going to go select my drink, fill up my cup, put the straw in the lid, select my napkins, and then all that stuff. Now, if I'm eating in, usually with the kids, I will eat in. Yeah. So we'll eat in. We'll get the tray. We'll go down to the table. And we will have the experience of eating at a McDonald's. Everything from the sticky tables, the homeless guy in the corner, all of the above. The anemones are endless at McDonald's. And sometimes they have a play place which can or cannot be cleaned. Okay. But regardless, the experience is ideally, in some avenues, the same. The environment and the atmosphere is completely different. Yeah. McDonald's cooks the food, wraps the food, hands me the bag. The keg cooks the food, plates the food, waiter or waitress brings it out to you, hands you the plate. McDonald's, you, you can have free refills. Yes, you have to get them yourself, but you can have free refills. The keg, can I get you anything else? Yes, I'll take a, another $15 cocktail that I can make at my house for $3.50. I'll also take some of that three cheese butter that I can easily make in my house, but you guys already have it here already made. I'll do that. Okay, okay I'll do that. Um, and you'll take away my plates, mm -hmm. and you'll call me into Billy Minor Pie mm. when I can't eat anymore Billy Minor Pie. But mm -hmm. now I've eaten a lot of Billy Minor Pie. <laughs> so essentially, the services are the same. The atmosphere may be completely different. Agreed. But society says you got to tip the keg or Jack Astor's or Applebee's or wherever you choose to go. You have to tip. But they don't say you have to tip McDonald's. Yeah, but at the same time, okay. Oh, are you, are you done? I don't I'm not. I'm, just, I'm wrapping up here. But regards to the fact, society says tip A, but don't tip B. Listen, waitresses and waiters, they could be single parents. Mm -hmm. They could be college students. Mm -hmm. They could be earning a living. And this is the, the only tangible job they can get while surrounding their, their family life. Fair. Fair. Same could be said of the person at McDonald's. This is the only job that they could have get and survive on. Could you, could you make a great living at McDonald's? No, you're going to make minimum wage. But you'll be able to survive. Mm. Maybe not now with the economy the way it is, mm. but you'll be able to, in some way, shape, or form, at least have some form of money in your pocket. Okay. But I myself would rather tip the person at McDonald's, who I know is struggling, than the waitress who makes sixteen fifty an hour, mm. okay? Plus tips mm. from the section of 20 tables. Now, if every bill at the keg is a minimum of what, 200 bucks? 250? We'll call it that. Well, 250. Make that assumption. So if you're, if you're tipping, you're tipping 25 bucks. If she's on a, uh, if she or he is there from 6 to 1 a.m., okay, that's their shift. That is prime. 
you're going to get minimum probably one big party, a couple small parties, and a couple couples out for a night out. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, you may get a first date, you may get a blind date, whatever. But minimum, you're going to walk out of there with $300 in tips. The average shift at McDonald's is eight to nine hours. You're going to walk out of there with no tips, a burger that possibly fell on the floor, and the manager says, throw it out. But you don't want to throw it out, you're going to eat it. And you're going to go home with nothing to show for it. Yeah, but see, what, what we're talking about now is circumstantial, right? We don't know. We're making assumptions. We're okay, making yeah. assumptions. Greg, you don't I, know. I'm making assumptions. We're making, some, we're making assumptions. I don't. So the, based off of the Reservoir Dogs speech, okay. George does not tip. Ask, ask me things that you would think I would tip on. I get my haircut every three weeks. Do Please I tip my barber? barber? I do not tip my barber. I've been going to my barber for 10 years. Nico, I love you. Nico's hair salon and spa. Great guy. There's a shameless plug. There you go. I don't tip my barber. I only tip him at Christmas and I give him five bucks. Shit. I don't tip. You. And he expects it from me. We laid the lines down yeah, early. You guys, you've been you've been rocking with him for 10 years. So uh, I mean you have that that consistency, that relationship. I also now, pay, I also pay forty dollars for a haircut that used to cost 20. It's everybody. It's inflation. Yeah. And, and I and I respect it. But he also does great work. Yeah. And, and uh, he does great work. He makes he makes this look tolerable. But regardless, thinking, I don't tip my barber. Do you do you tip the person at Tim Hortons? They serve you. Do you tip the person at Mr. Luber Canadian Tire if you don't change your own oil and you go somewhere else to change your oil? Do you tip your mechanic? Yeah. You do tip your mechanic. Mr. If I go to like a Mr. Lube, yeah. What do you mean? Like five, five bucks? Yeah, okay, fine. So you tip your mechanic. Yeah. George, mechanic, George uh, the, the guy changing yeah, oil. I actually have a mechanic. Me too. I don't tip him. I don't tip him, but my mechanic gave me a bottle of Crown Royale one year. Mm. Gave me a bottle. You know why? Because you're a lot of stuff. shit ton of money in his bottle. Yeah. And I appreciate that. It was a great bottle of Crown. I washed it down saying, look at this. $5,000 breaks, $50 bottle of Crown Royal. No waste. But all I'm saying is this, is that society tells yes. us that we should be tipping things that we shouldn't be tipping. So that's just my rant. And please, guys, it was just a rant. Don't go serious. Say, George, George is not. Like Derek said, circumstantial at best. Circumstantial at best. All I'm saying is based off the Reservoir Dog speech, George is not tip. Now, when I do tip, tip shitty. Is when the wife makes me tip. <laughs> that's when I tip. That's when I tip. Yeah, guys, don't don't go nuts on us, man. You know what? This is this is our 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 for this is philosophy, our forum to be able to just yeah, get it all we're out. we're venting. And you know what? Yeah. You you may this guy's fucking stupid, and that's fine. Yeah, if you feel think, that way, you're entitled if, to your own opinion. If you think that that's fine, that's fine. But listen, all I'm saying is is that society says tip the waitress at the keg, and I keep yeah. the keg. Don't get me wrong, I love the keg. I do, I love the keg. Great be anywhere. I can give you any restaurant, but society says you got to tip these people. But the same job where they're treated with way less more respect. Yeah. They don't get so tipped. Tipped. yeah. And I feel like it should be the opposite. I feel like tipping should be mandatory. You know what pisses me off the most? Is when gratuity is added to my fucking bill and I don't get to make a decision. When you've automatically incorporated <laughs> my choice to tip, you've taken away my freedom. Man, I don't know if you've been on social media lately, but people are, are starting to fight against that. They, I've seen numerous pictures now I'm on board. Where, where people's gratuity have been added to the bill and they're just like nope no tip i'm not doing it they're not paying i'm not doing it you can't I do, if your tip. service is shit you're not getting a tip from me i don't give a fuck how many of us are there I'm i sorry. will tip when justin trudeau oh fuck no not not admits opinions. no we're not political but admits okay. that he's, he's fucked this country up beyond belief in terms of all the money that he spent some of his policies have been okay yeah some have been poor choices made. And I understand he's got burns chirping in his ear. And I get all that. But I'm sorry. And also, dude, don't eat in the House of Commons. Fuck you. Fruit cup granola bar doesn't matter. Yep. That's the House of fucking Commons. That's from respect. You don't man. do that shit. Bring it up.
Vote Pierre Palmer. Time for change. Political opinions aside, oh, but I, 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 I'm sorry, but you know what? That and I, I support that. Yeah. If if there if there's videos out there, that means there are people mm -hmm. we're fighting back now, like me. Yeah, there's tons of people out there like you. Well, see, people say I'm you don't get out enough, <laughs> Mister Homebody. Don't worry, social media it's your it's your gateway to outside. Oh, <laughs> you tip your Uber driver? Yes. Do you tip your skip dish driver? Yes. No, I only use those two. There's no other ones I can ask. I, you're right. You're, you know what? Have I, I, I agree with you to an extent. I agree with you to an extent. I, I will. I will reconsider my tipping options now. No one gets shit thanks to George. You can all thank this guy. <laughs> For more financial wisdom and tips, <laughs> <laughs> save some money and stay in my pocket now. <laughs> Listen, but if you choose to tip, hey, that's all you. Yeah. That's that's your that's it's your choice. belief to the pit. Not to sway anybody. But if gratuity is added to your bill, fight the man, fight the power, because you know what? A tipping is an option, not an obligation. Mm. I will say that. Strong finishing words. That's it. Peace, love, and fatherhood. Always. We'll see you next week, or sorry, two, two weeks, weeks now on Father to Father, guys. Remember, don't forget questions, comments, anything below. I'm sure there's going to be a whole bunch of comments oh, on yeah. me. Oh, fucking fat white guy. Fucking stupid tipping shit. Blah, 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 blah. We appreciate the love and the hate, guys. Bring it all. It's just easy on the weight, Joseph. I'm trying to be sensitive. Anyways, guys. All right. Goodbye, guys. We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's hit the shore fine. Went to ready on the full ties. Heavy traffic.